This is Speaking of Anthropology. My name's Kevin. My name's Dylan. Episode 10 of our fantastic show. Uh, wow. 10, 10 shows now, officially. Well, technically 11, um, because we had episode zero. Yeah, but because of the, of the numbering convention that you insisted we use, wherein our first episode was episode zero. Episode zero. I mean, you know, when you, when you consider the origins of, uh, everything you gotta start with a number that has nothing but becomes something and I think that's something that speaking of anthropology has really become uh, through this this whole entire semester um, you know both uh, both of us coming on here to KCUA 91.5 Fairbanks FM and you know getting fantastic support from the staff here uh, at KCUA radio and just getting a chance to just talk about anthropology. Wow, what an experience. We've been extraordinarily lucky, and we're very, very thankful for everyone who has helped us to do the show and who has been willing to lend their time, their energy, their efforts, either in the guests that uh, have been willing to come on the show, right, our faculty and our friends who have been willing to speak, the folks here at KCUA, like him. So helpful for us and have been doing so much and who have been willing to teach us to do so many things that neither Kevin nor I knew how to really do or at least do very well before we started. So very, very thankful for everyone and everything that they've done for us. You know, it's very, it's very interesting um, to, to think that uh, this, this show, speaking of anthropology, came from... Uh, a sudden spontaneous idea uh, you know of hey let's let's go and go to the radio station and why don't we go and chat about uh, anthropology our, our majors our study our interest and then also bring uh, faculty students uh, you know the community members into the station radio uh, the radio station here at KCUA and and chat and it, uh it's been it's been really tremendous, uh, you know. Ten shows, uh, going back and forth. Um, I mean, why don't we just reflect upon in this this episode what we've talked about, how how we got here? How's that sound? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so of course, you know, with the with that uh, episode zero or with the first episode of ours, you know, just sit down, try and try and um lay out the four fields for folks who might not, or the four subfields for folks who might not be very familiar with the anthropology as, as an academic discipline and what all it entails, you know. And moving on from that, being able to, with most of our shows, interview faculty, of course, starting with the advisor to the Anthropology Society, the Undergraduate Anthropology Society here at UAF, uh, Dr. Svetian and Pasternak who is one of those people who's been um, a great help and who was willing to come on and talk about art and anthropology and her work and her research and collaboration with artists uh, with us and kind of highlight anthropology as a um, 
flexible academic discipline, right? It doesn't, it's not only or solely confined to, to research papers, to those kinds of classic works that are produced by scientists, that it can also express itself and, and be found in things like art and work with artists and this kind of collaborative I think that that was such a tremendously important thing to highlight, especially very early on in the show. So in episode one, we spoke uh, with Dr. Sreda Yaman-Pasternak. And I, I think uh, other than her being our advisor and mentor and friend, um, being able to take her courses, but then also to uh, come to a, a, a station show like this and talk about it, I think it brings, brings home our interests understanding of anthropology. Personally, we had ethnomycology. I had ethnomycology. Mm-hmm. And Dylan, you had uh, anthropology of art. Um, yes. And, or you know, both fantastic courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know for sure ethnomycology is being offered again in spring. If that is something that interests folks. So, if you, if you enjoyed listening to together talk about that, and you're, you want and can take that course, and then you See if it would be the right fit for you. On episode set, episode two, uh, we uh, had a fantastic opportunity to speak with Kendrick, uh, one of our fellow uh, University of Alaska Fairbanks undergrads, uh, person also a cultural anthropologist uh, in training, alongside us. Uh, actually, in, in, he has been in several courses with us, mm-hmm. and we were we were excited to bring him on the show. Kendrick came and described the eponymic anthropology. So eponymic being names and the naming uh, values uh, within anthropology. We, but we talked more than just names, I think, um, as our, our conversations generally go. But it, it's interesting that throughout the semester, we've had random conversations with Kendrick. And they've all somehow just brought together um this co- uh, we brought we brought ourselves together in a sense of community uh and uh, in describing and naming and defining i can vividly remember the very first day of anthropology of religion one of the courses taught here by dr patrick petit okay and uh you know we described uh you know we were trying to figure out what was religion and uh well in the anthropological sense and uh yeah, I think we, we, we hit it. Well, Kendrick got it on the spot. He, he came up with the definition during the course of the first class period. And, uh, you know, with that, I mean, I, I have to say we had to have Kendrick on the show and uh, have him come and discuss a little bit about what he thinks about anthropology. And, uh, man, what a, what a great show. Absolutely. And, of course, you know, we have him on... Um, to, to talk about about his his work right with Navajo naming practices and trying to see if how and if and in what ways that they might have shifted over the years, but of course then we ended up talking about more than that right like um, also about language and and what it means to be to be expressing yourself and to be putting words out there. Yeah. So it was fantastic, fantastic discussion that we were able to have with him and that we were able to have on the radio and, and 
of course, also the podcast form on our website for folks who can't tune in live. And then we had our uh, third episode, which was episode three. Let's just chat. Yeah, let's just chat. <laughs> you know, I, I, I sometimes think, uh, speaking of anthropology, this, this radio podcast show has really evolved from... Well, it's not evolved. It, 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 it's become a plethora of things, uh, ranging from uh, undergraduates just chatting uh, about their interests, but also a very formal academic setting where we bring professors in, but also have them, you know, show us the excitement they feel uh, outside of the classroom uh, in a more casual setting. Uh, what is anthropology to them and what it means and you know, what they foresee in us uh, with anthropology. And I think it's tremendous. Well, at least in episode three, let's just how we, it was just Dylan and I, though. And so we returned to our roots uh, and, and discussed a little bit about our uh, backgrounds and our, our previous experiences with research and, uh, of course, some of our music, uh, but specifically research here at uh, UAF. Um, and getting an opportunity to, to, as undergraduates, conduct studies based upon issues that we've noticed and considered here on campus, right? And, uh, you, know, we, you know, if you are interested, check out the episode three fantastic conversation on, you know, research opportunities. Because, you know, believe it or not, as, as an undergraduate student, I, and I think Dylan can definitely dovetail on this, but man... You, you drop your name out there that you're interested. People come talking to you and they're interested in helping you and supporting you and mentoring you and providing uh, funding, which is a big deal, but also a friendship. Um, and needless to say, Speak of Anthropology came from a research methods course uh, with Dr. Elaine Drew, but also it's through these years of like having classes together and not knowing that both of us have similar interests but also the same capability to do a show, right? And so here we are. And, so here we are. and yeah, again, I want to reiterate that UAF is not just in matters of radio shows, but it also in matters of research or, or even other um, projects uh, of such scale is very, very supportive. When we were doing our research at the SOC, right, and there would be support from faculty, from URSA, from all the funding providers, of course, Dr. Drew being willing to be the mentor, and then the support that the SFC gave us, right? Um, getting to meet with assistant director McComb and stuff like that. Folks were willing to talk at both folks associated with the SFC, and then just the patrons were willing when we said, you know, doing surveys, right? We would ask folks. If you're interested in also sitting down and doing an interview, reach out and contact us. And folks were very willing as well. And it was at every step of the process, it was people who were interested in what we were doing and people who were willing to take time out of their work or their lives, their days, their schooling to contribute a little bit to that project as well. And for that, yeah, it was... It was in a lot of ways, it was very um, interesting and very learning uh, experience, and that was so And then, of course, 
our next episode. It was the episode that I think might... We didn't expect it to No, happen. we didn't expect it to happen. <laughs> I'm just going to say that, Dylan. <laughs> it was the real humdinger of our episodes, right? Because that was our interview with Dr. S.K. Willerslev. Right? That's episode four. Episode four, the interview with Dr. Willerslev, a uh, world-renowned geneticist. And, and it was known for um, primarily for the sequencing of ancient DNA. Um, has been attached to many high-profile projects and has essentially laid the entire groundwork for our uh, current capabilities with um, ancient DNA sequencing. And so to get to interview him was both uh, extraordinarily, like, um, it, it was a very proud moment for me and I know for you, but also we were just extremely lucky. Right, because you, you can you were since it was your idea, I'll let you uh, yeah no I the mean, listeners how I, we pulled that a uh, little yeah I, I I do have to say a little bit um, maybe today's episode uh, is very much a behind the scenes so yeah we, you know we're reflecting on 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 all the shows we've had this uh, this coming this semester but uh, you know Dr S K Willislev I mean if you guys don't know already fantastic individual who's accomplished a great deal of feats um you know definitely if you're interested uh, search him up online um and check him out i mean him he and his brother i mean just i mean i can briefly summarize in a sentence dr sk willerslev and his brother rain willerslev were out in the siberian tundra hunting for a year or a few years when they were like 14 15 16 something years old young young teens Toughened it out in like negative. I think I remember in his lecture, uh, which I would say as background, you know, Dylan and I are diligent and hardworking students, mm-hmm. and so you know we, we got a fantastic chance to go and uh, attend his lecture here at UAF. One of the two that he one of the two, gave. and uh, he described a little bit about his experience and where he is now in his research, but also where he came from and where this experience of a fascination uh, with this wilderness or the American wild or the, the outdoors. Uh, I think um, when, when I met him, I, you get that feeling, like we, we, we've asked this question, I don't, if, to all the listeners, you probably noticed, at the end of the show, we always ask the question, what is anthropology? And we put the anecdote of thinking of Indiana Jones. And, you know, I, I'm not saying Dr. S.K. Willislev is Indiana Jones, but it the, the things that he's done in his past and to where he is today, it, it's proof that an anthropologist, um, uh, you know, has the capability to do many different things from field work to the lab to a, an outreach individual who's a community leader in, in the field. And I think, uh, you know, that was proven to, to be able to bring him in, mm-hmm. I think, uh, to our undergraduate show and have a, have a casual conversation uh, because he himself is a professor. Uh, so to have him communicate with us what he thinks about anthropology and, of course, his diverse background, I mean, it's a fantastic opportunity. It was, it was wonderful, yeah. And, yeah, and to your point, too, he's, he does stand in contrast, right? In, in anthropology, um, some of the early prominent anthropologists, especially you know, the ones in the mid to late 19th century are generally referred to as armchair anthropologists because a lot of the original folks in the field were mostly 
theoreticians. So they were in the field of anthropology, but they weren't actually out in the field like um, other major founders like Franz Boas, right, Who's, who did go out and do field work. These were individuals who um, were professors and who stayed home and, and lectured and wrote about data that other people compiled. And um, Dr. Willerslev's story, right, being, you know, 18, 19 out, fur trapper in Siberia, right, and then coming back, becoming a geneticist, you know, traveling to various places to work on projects and speaking with people about the things he's working on, right? You know, doing DNA sequencing on um, uh, ancient Amerindian human remains, right? But also talking with the, with um, tribes and tribal leaders about about these kind of projects, right? He's very much like the opposite of that, of that super early old school, stay in one place kind of guy. He I don't, yeah, he's, he's struck me as one of those people who cannot stay in one place. And I think that that kind of highlights, you know, the anthropology as a field. We're, it's not all Indiana Joneses, right? But it's also not all professors who have, you know, never left a university campus in 50 years either. There's a middle ground to be found in there for sure. And I think he highlights that tremendously. Episode five. We're rolling through. We're rolling yeah. through, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if you're having this moment, Dylan, but I, I'm having, like, flashbacks. I'm like, whoa, we talked to all these folks. Yeah. Episode five, uh, art and music locally uh, with Sherry, um, mm-hmm. one of our fellow undergraduate uh, peers, uh, part of the Anthropology Society here at UAF. Sherry came in and, you know, uh, knocked it out of the park and discussed with us the, the underground, the upfront and personal and everything in between music scene here at, in Fairbanks, Alaska. Really fascinating to, to discuss with her about her interest in art, but also her background, uh, I believe it was sociology, right? Uh, or psychology. And to find that like comparison comparatively with anthropology and then her personal interests uh, with, you know, starting and beginning and running shows here in Fairbanks and uh, back in California and Los Angeles. But to to describe the music culture that mm-hmm. uh, we attempted to describe in episode three, but to hear a, a professional uh, discuss music mm-hmm. uh, in the sense that, uh, you know, maybe she, she herself isn't uh, an artist, performer, uh, but of, she, of music, but, no, but she, she is a producer. And well, yeah, she she organizing a musical festival down in California, but then also the the extensive work that she has done up here where uh, she's both a participant consistently going to shows, but also uh, a photographer of a lot of shows, right? And so she, she might not be a um, musician in the Fairbanks music scene, but she is a person who is heavily involved with it and and uh, does work with it in certain creative pursuits like like photography and stuff and, and just you know sitting down and talking with people and so you know to have that kind of uh, it first it was talk to someone with first hand experience right on that kind of stuff was uh, certainly uh, very fascinating and it was very nice and it also works well of course the prior discussions that we were having on anthropology and art, right? And, you know, working with music.
musicians, photographers, what have you, right? It, it all can come together and um, you form a nice syncretic whole. So it was very thankful that she was willing to come on the show. You know, it, it struck me um, also, I, as we describe episode six, uh, archaeology, um, you know, w- when we brought on all the various guests, uh, the music taste and the music interests and the, the selection is very different. And I mean, you know, I, I, I think it's the Kevin-centric or Dylan-centric side of ourselves. But we consider the music that is listened to, that we listen to, is the only li- music in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, <laughs> it's been a learning experience myself, but... Uh, to also see my um, YouTube recommendations and Spotify recommendations change completely throughout this semester, uh, you know, from uh, seafaring Stan Rogers uh, to Mongolian rap to uh, to I think it was the, the uh, it was like a dancing group of you know, Mormons dressed singing rock music. You oh know, yeah, yeah. It, yes. it, it it's changed drastically and. Well, let's just say Dick, uh, in episode six, brought that taste, too. Um, Dick, uh, one of our peers in anthropology, uh, an archaeologist uh, in training, but, uh, you know, like, like, like we've noticed throughout much of our show, you aren't just an anthropologist studying archaeology. You're an anthropologist studying archaeology, studying social cultural anthropology, studying biological anthropology, and studying linguistic anthropology, and even applied anthropology. Uh, and, uh, you know, we were glad to have Dick on the show and, and for him uh, to describe field work and field study. I do, I do have to mention in the background, though, yes, you know, we, we as uh, co-hosts um, have worked hard at trying to bring the show to you guys. And, uh, we, you know, we had some mishaps here at the station, um, which is no problem. But we, hey, we're back at it. We recorded uh, Dick's show twice. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Dick. Yeah. Yeah. Real. He was a real, a real trooper. He was perfectly willing. Like we, after the first show, right, we, I, I went to edit it and um, the audio was on our recording was not um, usable. Uh, and so I talked to Kevin and Kevin's like, well, I'll talk to Dick and see if he's willing to come back on. And he was perfectly fine with coming back on and even coming in an hour earlier than he had before and that was so also yeah for sure shout out to him for being willing to record twice in one week with us that was very generous of him yeah so i we we appreciate you dick if uh, if you are listening um and uh you know it's just it's it's great to know um (laughs) that this anthropology community we understand each other. We understand the troubles we face. Mm-hmm. Episode seven, uh, very interesting. Uh, we got a chance to talk with Leslie uh, McCartney uh, and uh, a fantastic guest from the uh, library archives. And uh, we uh, really um, just... Uh, you know, had had a fantastic conversation with her um, about uh, you know archival and oral studies here at UAF, um, but more specifically, uh, you know what audio quality and 
the, the recording of history and ethnography and how we can hold on to these memories through audio or through video, but then how accessible it is these days. I think that was something, uh, an eye-opener for me personally. I think, uh, as we discussed in the show, as anthropologists or, you know, as academics uh, in this university setting and institution, we're, 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 we're prone and we need to rely upon our sources. We need to factually cite and, and give background. And there's something that this generation, or at least our generation, um, has a tendency to just go and Google and Google Scholar or search the web and browse and find answers that way. Yes, the internet provides everything, but Leslie really showed us a different side of, you know, being able to go into the, the UAF Rasmussen Library and visit the archives where there are, you know, film, uh, you know, film cartridges. There is, uh, you know, audio recordings, glass audio recordings, glass records, yeah, that you can listen to and, uh, you know, attempt to understand better what the past was. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, too, though, uh, there is a difference, right, in in what you're talking about, right, with trying to find answers. A lot of it, um, for a lot of folks, I think, is just trying to find text-based answers, right? And part of the um, part of the discussion that we were having with Leslie was that you know they're trying to get their their oral archives on the internet, right, and they are trying to. Uh, you know, put up transcripts and stuff for these things. But at the same time, right, like, if you're going to use it uh, for a for a paper, you know, you probably are still going to want to listen to at least part of it, right, and not just read the transcript. Because the transcript is can be very useful, but at the end of the day, it is, it's not the audio recording. And so also just getting folks who are doing, um, you know, research, especially at the more undergraduate level, be willing to sit down and take the time right to to listen to some of those uh, recordings which can have you know say tremendous tremendous things about about the history of Alaska and the peoples here I think is another important thing that she highlighted for sure episode eight uh, fantastic show once again yeah. And, uh, you know, I, when we're talking to, so we spoke to Dr. Elaine Drew, um, on medical anthropology and it's, it's, it was, it was nice to just chat with, uh, both Dylan and I's mentor and, um, faculty advisor here at UAF, but also to, to discuss medical anthropology, a course we took with her and understand what it means, um, in its entirety and, uh, also to just, uh, you know, laugh and smile and, and consider um, all the other times that we've hung out with Dr. Drew uh, in the medical anthropology lab here at UAF and, uh, you know, attempting to study seasonal affective disorder or uh, the SRC uh, and uh, conduct research with her and, uh, of course, just to, to, uh, to, to better understand anthropology and what it is. Absolutely, and first off, I do want to say one thing, too, um, that she reminded me uh, this Wednesday uh, that she is offering her medical anthropology course uh, in spring. It is an online course, um, Ant 305. So if you did enjoy the discussion that we had with her on medical anthropology 
and if you would like to learn more about it and you know willing to take a course on it that is being offered in spring so that might be up your alley but yeah being able to to just yeah talk with her about both anthropology but then talk with her again about about the the project as well right because despite the fact that it was uh, something that we did and and a thing that is um become an important part now of Kevin and I with regards to like or for Kevin and I with regards to like our experience in in the field and with some of the things that you have to do methodologically it's also not something that we just sit down and talk with you like every week right we're not you know reminiscing about the project so it was kind of nice to uh revisit revisit it a little more than we have um gotten the chance to over most of the semesters and you know so yeah it's it's i mean i think dylan and i were just discussing yesterday uh walking out of class hey you know i was we were at the src a few days ago and uh, sorry the student recreation center and realized there's somebody else doing a research project yeah, kendrick <laughs> brought that up yeah. yeah um so you know not that we're uh <laughs> trendsetters or uh origin story of research of the SRC, but, um, you know, we, we really are glad to see continuation in different forms, um, but also our personal interactions with the SRC. Mm-hmm. And I will say, though, too, uh, yeah, you know, maybe not go so far as to say we are trendsetters, but uh, in talking with Dr. Drew, um, I have learned that the SRC is uh, interested in uh, follow-up studies and then continuing to do research um you know exploring how people are using the space and in what ways and and that kind of follow-up research and so you know we've talked a lot about both our projects but also just the availability of undergraduate research funding in general here at UAF and if that is um, something that would interest folks you know if, if our talking about the SRC has made someone go oh you know, maybe I, maybe I would like to study that. That door is not closed. Just because we did it does not mean that no one else can. Quite the opposite. And if that is something that interests you, you know, start reaching out to people, get in touch with Ursa. You know, fac- potential faculty mentors. You know, just and of course, you know, it's a lot of things on campus that folks could make a research project about as well. So don't, you know. We did the SOC, but that is not the be-all and all either. But just to let folks know out there that there is more room, more uh, opportunity for for research there as well. So. Final episode, episode nine. Um, we got a chance to, to talk to one of our friends and uh, fellow classmates, Taylor. Uh, Taylor, uh, you know, is, has been a... Uh, uh, definitely a, a, a big fan of speaking of anthropology and um, you know Taylor if you're listening thanks I would appreciate all the the, the notes and uh, recommendations and you know your music selection uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, Stan Rogers in my heart too I get it um, you know I, I, I think you know the conversation we had with Taylor was really uh, other than the anthropological community that we're a part of but also here in Fairbanks, the community that we are a part of and live uh, 
and on campus, you know, uh, you know, when we meet at different locations on campus, whether it be in the eLife lobby of the engineering building, uh, whether, whether it be here at Dine 49 or whether it be in Arctic Java, even in the library. Uh, but to see uh, these peers around campus and to have these random sit down and sight sit down, keyword sit down, insightful conversations uh, about anthropology, I think, wow. And also to just stress and de-stress about coursework because assignments, though they can be tedious and uh, very interesting, they can be hard. And uh, to have a peer and, and friend uh, to, to really do that, to think about it and consider it uh, is great. And also to just, I think, and Taylor to hear about her field experience, field work mm-hmm. experience, because uh, that was very recent for her. Mm-hmm. Both her field work experience and, and a little bit about her ongoing research project as well. Another one of those sorts of projects we keep talking about, you know, uh, doing funnel analysis. So absolutely. And especially, too, with regards to the um, the score thing, right, considering that this was the last week of, of normal classes and next week is finals week. So for a lot of folks, next week is going to be, um, I guess, maybe the play or best way to put it would be unpleasant. But for me, it was really this week because the, uh, this was the week that I had a lot of uh, final projects and, and a take-home final due. So it certainly kept me hopping. But the ability, you know, to just sit down and talk with with friends, right, with, you know, Kevin getting to do the show today and that kind of stuff, it is... A nice break from the uh, grind of fi- last essay due. You know, am I at my word count yet? You know, <laughs> how's how's my final project coming along? You know, how many pages have you written? Uh, did you get enough sleep last night? <laughs> to, to everyone listening, actually, um, good luck with finals. Uh, yeah. You're gonna do great. You're gonna listen. Kill it. It's it's winter. We understand. It's getting darker every day. Uh, but listen, you always have speaking of anthropology. By the by, your side and uh, at uh, online, if you're interested, at uh, speakingofanthro.wixsite.com backslash speakingofanthro. Check us out. Uh, all the shows that we've just discussed and uh, shared with everyone uh, has been available, and you know, we, we really, really appreciate everyone, every single guest uh, for coming on our show, and you know we hope to bring you more and more content and, uh, and discussions to you. As, as a final note, since we have been doing a, um, a behind-the-scenes thing, right? I'm not, I don't remember, honestly, if Kevin has mentioned it on air yet, but he will be in Heidelberg, uh, the Republic of Germany, next year, next spring. So um, he's not going to be uh, returning as, or probably not going to be returning as permanent co-host. But I still do intend to do the show as... Uh, he will most likely try and do the show uh, the year after I'm gone because I graduate this spring. So I'm not sure yet at what time and what day and with whom, unfortunately, I will be doing the show yet. But for all of our listeners out there you know, who uh, would like us to continue to do the show, fret not, we are working on, on what shape that will take. I can tell you for sure that it will happen, but... Keep on the lookout. Yeah. If you have intru- uh, also further questions, um, feel free to, to, to check out our Anthropologist Society Facebook page. Um, or further questions can be directed to the anthropology department here at UAF 
mm-hmm. um, you know, in the Anthropology Society as you know, we, we all collaborate together. And we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Um, so to any listeners who are uh, potentially interested in, you know, in the show, please continue to support us uh, by checking us out yeah, <laughs> online cool. and, yeah. uh, and uh, you know, checking it out. But yeah, you know, uh, yes, I will be signing off briefly, um, but I, I intend to, to return, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, you're in great hands with Dylan, mm-hmm. everyone. You're in great hands. Yeah, no, it'll be it'll be different and interesting and yeah, and um, I'll try and post it also at least post an update or two on the website about it. But yeah, we'll be sure to uh, I'll be sure to advertise it and let folks know, you know, when the show's coming back. So keep an eye out for that. So I do have to say this: negative twenty-seven yesterday. Oh, man. Was it really? Negative 27 at Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice and chilly. Yeah. Winter's come. Winter has really set in. And uh, to any f- listeners in the lower 48s or anywhere else in the world, Fairbanks, Alaska is a little cold right now. Mm-hmm. A little bit chilly. It's yeah. not your. It's not, it's not. as chilly as walking into the Costco freezers, for those who are trying to make a comparison. But it is. It's a little bitter. A little more cold than that. Yeah, it's to it's warm your hearts. Cold. Any any uh yeah yeah. Well, you know, tunes? you you're talking about the cold reminds me too, right? It's cold, but also you know we've been fortunate or misfortunate, depending on your perspective, to have gotten a a pretty decent amount of snow outside, right? And it's not snowing right now. It's actually too cold to snow, but uh you know it's uh it's a little uh, snowy out. So I've got a couple Christmas songs for you close us out on the show today and the first one is going to be Bing Crosby White Christmas this is speaking of anthropology my name is Kevin my name is Dylan this is speaking of anthropology on KSUA 91.5 FM Fairbanks Alaska man episode 10 getting getting a little emotional no (laughs) (laughs) um it's it's been quite a semester um Quite a quite a ways away, uh, and uh, to, to 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 share and to, to end. I think I I, I want to say you know, wow man. I two years ago I was just a freshman, and I arrived here from California, not knowing what snow was, not knowing what a what boots were or layering or or even like that you need winter tires, uh, and the, now to be able to sit here years later um here at the station and to, to be able to talk so freely about our struggles here in alaska uh, but also our struggles as college students i think uh it just makes the experience so valuable uh, alaska itself is so tremendous and the university itself is tremendous even though uh you know uaf is currently undergoing some challenges uh, with the budget uh, you know the state is struggling. Um, you know, you know, but I, I do want to say, as as a hopeful note, speaking of anthropology and everyone here, we're working hard at it, and we're hoping to uh, really make this uh, university a better place for all of us and uh, to build the community, whether that be anthropology or beyond. Absolutely, and yeah, especially too considering that, that this whole thing started right as an outgrowth of uh, Kevin and I as as. Um, co-presidents of the undergraduate anthropology society here on campus right and so 
also just for us personally to the the community of anthropologists here on campus is something that we do care about and try to um, be as active as we can in that isn't always the easiest thing in the world right because of uh, you know courses and homework and for me as well working um, but yeah that is that is something we care about and to that note actually I do um, want to discuss uh, just a brief little thing today um, we have actually um, with Dr. Shedeyong and Pastor Nackright our um, Anthropology Society advisor um, she and Igor Pasternak, as well as, um, I, as well as I understand at least, um, Dr. Plate, uh, are going to be holding a meeting, um, this evening at, uh, 4.30 in, um, Bunnell 302, and the meeting is going to be about a mural project that the Anthropology Society and, and folks are we're trying to trying to do a mural project in in Benal take um, part of the hallway wall space there and, and you know paint something paint a mural on it paint something nice and so if you are interested in learning more about that and potentially participating in that I know it is last minute right it is in four hours and 29 minutes uh, but you know swing by check it out talk to us if you have further questions or interests with it, uh, feel free to email the UAF Anthropology Department. Uh, check out the website. The contact information is there. Or on, at our Anthropology uh, Society uh, Facebook page. Um, this will be an ongoing project um, that Anthropology Society is working on. And, uh, you know, we really hope to, to get some folks to come in, hang out, uh, and, uh, you know, work on the project. And uh, further questions, holler at us. Let us know. Yeah. As a final note, um, just to, to, to end uh, and to sign off, Dylan, uh, you know, I, I want to thank you, Dylan, uh, for, for having me on the show and taking on this crazy idea of uh, coming into a studio and broadcasting our voices out to the world. Uh, but uh, we, we pre- I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Well, thank this bump right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, thank you for, uh, for, you know, you were really the one who... Uh, came up with the idea and who pitched it to me, right? And you could have, you could ask, you know, other folks. So I appreciate, you know, you, you and me coming to me and asking me to be your co-host on it. So thank you. Thank you for, uh, for giving me this opportunity to do it. All right. This has been uh, the uh, first semester, I guess you could say, of Speaking of Anthropology here at KSUA 91.5 FM Fairbanks. My name is Dylan. My name is Kevin. Thank you all for listening. We, we appreciate it a lot.